started at 21 months. I basically like prepared the house for accidents. So we had this rug in the living room. I pulled that. So it's just wood floor. There were a lot of accidents. Like that's just what it was, but I was always there ready to clean it up with the burp rags, wipe it down with the disinfectant, wipe her down with a what, like a baby wipe, and then have her try and finish on a potty. And I was tracking two misses and four potties. And then the next day it was four misses and two potties. What I should have been doing was... Hey guys, my name is Shayla. Welcome to the Hey Shayla podcast. I went from full-time travel to full-time new COVID mom and holy Wow, is motherhood and adulting a learning curve? There are so many decisions we need to make and a million ways to do it right. I created this podcast to interview some of my gurus to share their knowledge and empower you on your journey. Let me be your guinea pig and ask the questions that you think everyone else knows. Here, we're a little hippie. We try to do things as naturally as possible and we don't take ourselves too seriously. But above all, we support one another and work to find what works. If you're into it, you're our people. Let's get started. Hey guys, welcome back to the Hey Sheila podcast. Thank you so much for being here and listening. I am so grateful for all of you who tune in. I get messages that are like, oh my gosh, I love your podcast. Or like my family members that are like, that was such a fun episode. And I'm like, you listen to this. This is so cool. So I'm glad that you're enjoying it. I'm always taking um, ideas for topics and um, professionals that, you know, that want to talk about the topics coming up, we have, uh, let's see if I can remember these all. We have someone coming on to talk about low supply. We have someone coming on to talk about birth trauma. We have someone coming on to talk about starting solids with your baby. So like choking versus gagging. And then we have someone coming on to talk about sex after pregnancy. She's a sex therapist and, I was like, let's talk about sex after pregnancy or lack thereof and how to communicate that with your partner. (laughs) So those are things that you have to look forward to. Um, Today, we're going to talk about our potty training journey. We have done elimination communication since she was six months old. I've got videos and well, videos mostly. And then I had Andrea Olson, the woman who wrote elimination communication or go diaper free and talks about how to start potty training your infant literally from birth. We, like I said, started at six months and we were super casual about it. Cause I feel like otherwise you can get really overwhelmed. And Andrew is actually very casual about it too. Uh, when she was on my podcast, she's like, no, this needs to be a very, it's not like you either catch everything or you fail. There's a million variations of this and how it works for if you have to go to daycare or if you have all the things. So when I was talking to her, I was like, yeah, Leah's 21 months and we're still kind of just what she's like, she's still in diapers. I was like, yeah, she's like, well, if you don't want her to be in diapers, take the diapers. She's using the diapers. as like a potty because that's what she knows it to be. So I was like, okay, challenge accepted. So a month ago, we stopped having her wear diapers unless we were going to sleep or uh, like going out. And sometimes I didn't even put her in diapers when we went out. If she like went pee right before we left anyway. So I want to talk to you about the process of all of this and Elias actually starting to kind of get it, but I've learned things along the way that I want to share with you. So that's why I decided to make this little ditty by myself. So like I said, we started at 21 months. I basically like prepared 
the house for accidents. So we had this rug in the living room. I pulled that. So it's just wood floor. Um, I bought a bunch of sanitizer wipes and then I pulled a bunch of, uh, um, burping rags just to like wipe up everything. So I wasn't using my towels, which I'll do like a deep clean of these before I use them as burping rags for when the baby comes because I'm 30, almost 34 weeks. So, oh my gosh, that means the baby's going to be here in like six weeks. It's fine. That could be a whole another topic, but so, and then we bought, I bought undies. So we have disposable diapers that we use at night, cloth diapers that we use pretty much every other time. We have tiny undies, which is what we were using or tiny trainers. And so they're like padded underwear. So they would catch a lot of the pee, but then, but they're not waterproof. So not all of the pee. And Andrea was like either nothing like totally commando or just pants. So I was like, all right. So we went with just pants and there were a lot of accidents. Like that's just what it was, but I was always there ready to clean it up with the burp rags, wipe it down with the disinfectant, wipe her down with a, what, like a baby wipe, and then have her try and finish on a potty. And what I, and I was tracking like, oh, we had in the beginning, I was tracking, oh, we had two misses and four potties. And then the next day it was four misses and two potties. What I should have been doing was tracking at what time she had the potties in the potty or an accident on the floor. Because once I started paying attention to that, it was pretty timely when it was happening. So it like took me three weeks. I am not a person that can track like consistent things. It'll be like, Oh, sometimes the trash is here. Sometimes it's not here. No, that happens every Thursday. Oh, okay, cool. So it took me a while to figure this out, but I was waiting for her to just give me the cues. Like, tell me when you have to pee. Why didn't you tell me when you had to pee? Why? Why? And she still doesn't tell me, but I know she did really, really, really well during transitions before and afters, after she woke up in the morning, she would go. We had a couple accidents. Usually in the morning, she would go before she went up for her nap. Sometimes after her nap, sometimes in the afternoon, we'd have like, if we were leaving the house and I'm like, okay, we're going to go for a drive, go potty. She would always go potty. Okay. We're going to go, um, take a nap, go potty. She would go potty. Like she knew that this was the time to do it. It was when we had five hours where we weren't leaving the house, where she wasn't going down for a nap, where there was nothing like eventful happening that I was just waiting for her to cue to tell me when she had to go that she would have an accident. Well, then I started realizing, okay, she goes potty first thing in the morning. And then it's usually like two hours later, she has to go again. And then an hour later, she has to go again. And then before nap time, she has to go again. Once I started doing that, she didn't have any more accidents. Like I just had to bring her to the potty and she's, she's not a no baby. Like she'll say no. Some babies just say no to everything. She's not that she usually is like, okay. And she says yes to most things. But when I ask her to go on the potty, she doesn't say yes. Even when she has to go, unless she has to poop that one, she really knows. And I'll be like potty. And she'll be like, 
oh, she's like trying not to poop her pants. <laughs> so what I found is when she didn't say no, she didn't say yes. She didn't say no. She didn't say anything. She didn't fight me. She was, I'd be like, do you want to go potty? And she wouldn't say anything. I'd be like, this is a yes. If I said, do you have to go potty? And she goes, no, I believe, I believe her. I didn't at first. And I found that she didn't go potty and she would just get angry. But if I waited until she stopped fighting me or stopped being so adamantly, no, she would go potty. So that's what we've been doing. And it's been working like a freaking charm. Literally first thing in the morning, two hours later, an hour later before her nap time, after her nap time. And then the same, like an hour and a half typically in the afternoon. And it's working. So I don't know that that means that she's potty trained, but it means that we're not having accidents and that we're not using diapers. Um, I messaged Andrea in a tizzy one day and I was like, she's still pooping on the floor. What am I supposed to do? And so there is a, she has a book for zero to 18 months and then 18 plus, which is more of a potty training book. I'm honestly kind of glad I did it without the book first, because a lot of people are like, do I actually need to read this book on the infant one? And I'm like, I don't know. You could probably find most of the information. I'm, I'm a big person of like, if there's a course or a book or information that I have to pay for, but it's going to be all in one place where I just have to go there, read it, get it and be done. That's what I prefer to trying to like search through an, an Instagram account or a website or a YouTube account and like try and find this information, piece it together and it's just time or money. So it depends on what you have before I had kids. I would have been like, I'm not paying for that. I'm just going to spend 15 hours doing my research. Or now I'm like, you want $15? You want 60 bucks to hear $60. Give me it all in one package. So I started when she was an infant after reading the book and felt very prepared. This toddler thing. I was like, cool, no diapers. I'm going to pull the rug and grab some wipes going to be great. Andrew's like, it should take you like two weeks at four weeks. I was like, what the H am I doing wrong? So I'm glad now I'm getting the book so that I can look and you just have, it just gives you more tools really. So I'll, I'll keep you posted on how the book goes, but I just, um, I'm an affiliate with Andrea also. So if you do want to buy these books, all the links are in the, in the show notes. So I guess what I wish I had known was to track the time and see if there was some sort of trend with that or some kind of a trend with that. Um, she does so well when she goes to daycare. She does so well when we have a babysitter. She, she's really like crushing it. She really is doing a good job. Um, I have also learned that there's like a hold that you do with infants where their back is against your chest and you hold their underneath their thighs. I hope I explained this well on the podcast, but basically like it, she shows it. And I did this with Alia one time at my sister's and she's like, you did what? I was like, she didn't want to go in the potty. So basically the hurt, my, <laughs> we were at my sister's house and her toilet water was blue. And Alia was like, blue water, blue water. And just like freaking out. 
And so I was like, okay, well, let's try and pee in the sink then. <laughs> so we're both looking at the mirror. So we're both facing the mirror. Aaliyah's back is against my chest and I'm holding underneath her thighs so that she's in kind of like a squat position, which is the best position to go pee or poop. But I knew she didn't have to poop and she went. <laughs> so now I do that. I open, I do it outside. So if we're like, if we go on a walk and we're about to get back in the car, I'm like, okay, well, this is technically a before we're going on a drive. So I'm going to try and have you go potty because we were just on a walk for an hour and a half. So I will open the passenger or I'll open the, the front and the back door, like the driver door. And then the back door, I don't know, just to give myself a little bit of privacy. And then I'll just squat her down in that hold. And she usually pees. Or if we are out and we're at the zoo, I don't know, I could set her on the potty and have her pee on it, but sometimes the toilet seats are like the ones that don't connect in the middle. And so it's just kind of like each side. I don't know a good way to describe that, but I know, you know, it's not like a full circle. It's like, there's a little gap. Well, that's great for adults, but not ideal for a two-year-old. So I'll just do the hold for her there too. I'll just hold her over the potty with her back against my chest and holding underneath her thighs. And she usually pees like it's, it's still shocking to me, honestly, even though we've been doing this for a while, but I just kind of am mindful of the time and just offer it to her and see if she goes. And she usually does, even if it's just a little bit, we're still kind of in the midst of this. I feel like it is taking us way longer. I was totally expecting like, Oh, we're going to start. And seven days later, she's just going to be telling me when she has to go potty all the time. Not the case. I am definitely doing a lot of the leading. Um, and I talked to another friend and I was like, I just want this done by the time the second baby comes. So we don't have two two kids in diapers. And she was like, yeah, but when they are no longer diapers, it can complicate things a little bit too, because then you're always having to find a bathroom for them. (laughs) So I'm glad that we've, we're perfecting the, if you watch Bluey, the bush wee. Oh, we're going to go have a bush wee, meaning you're going to pee outside. Uh, obviously, I protect her and make sure that nobody can see her and that everything is fine. But that's the strategy that I've been using. <laughs> what else can I tell you about this? Um, yeah, I basically just have a bin, especially in the beginning, that's for like, all the paper brags or towels, or I mean, if you're using paper towels, fine. And then all of the pee pants and then all of the pee blankets or whatever gets pee on it goes in this specific laundry bin, which then gets just washed and it's fine. Mm. Another thing. So we have two potties, one that I got from Andrea's website Uh, and it's what she's been using since forever. And that's transportable, which is nice because then I can bring it in our bedroom. So if in the middle of the night, cause sometimes she did that, she would like yell potty because she had to go or her, because her diaper was wet. I think mostly she just wanted it off. So I could have it in the bedroom and just have her go potty there, or I can have it in the living room and have her go potty there. But then I also have one that goes on our toilet that sits on the toilet but makes it a little bit smaller for her. They're at target for like $10. I like that. We have both. I like that. We have one that I can bring to her 
at the bottom of the stairs before we go up to bed or whatever. And then I also like that I can bring her to like, when I know she has to poop, you better believe I'm putting her on the big toilet. I'm not trying to have her poop it. Sometimes she does in that small one, but it's way better to have it on the toilet. Cause then I just have to flush it and I don't have to like rinse out and sanitize the toilet and whatever. That's been really helpful too. I don't know. I think it's been really handy to have both. And then when the second baby comes, first of all, we didn't start cloth diapering with Aaliyah until she was, I don't know. I think they have to be like eight pounds or something. So I don't remember when Aaliyah turned eight pounds. She was born at almost seven. So let's just say a month, like four weeks. No, it wasn't that. It took us a while, three months maybe to start cloth diapering because the cloth diapers don't fit tiny infant newborns, unless you buy the tiny infant newborn cloth diapers. And most people are like, I'm not going to spend that much money on three months. So we started with disposables, even though my friend had lent me the infant cloth diapers. I was like, no, this is too intimidating. I'm not doing it. So with this baby, we will be cloth diapering from the get and just seeing how that goes. I'm curious how all of the infant peas and poops are going to hold up in these tiny infant cloth diapers. So I'll keep you posted, but we'll start it there. And then we'll also start the elimination communication with them very casually, like we did with Aaliyah. And then we'll, we'll do that. We'll cloth diaper and do elimination communication and then disposables at night. That's, or like if we're traveling or going somewhere or something, cause I don't want to have to pack back dirty cloth diapers after a trip. Um, and then Andrea said that between 12 and 18 months and Montessori says, I guess that that's the best time to try and potty train them. So we'll try that with the second baby in that time frame and see if that does anything differently. I'm kind of curious. This whole thing has been an experiment and that's kind of why I share my process of like, yo, I thought it was going to be only two weeks and it's been four. <laughs> like I'm not just here trying to like get you to buy in on this idea. I'm here to just share my journey and my, the process and what worked and what did not work. And like, I talk about that with, when we started uh, the elimination communication, we started at four months during the four month sleep regression. And I was like, never mind, forget elimination communication. This is not happening. And then two months later, when things got a little bit, a little bit more chill, Seth was like, we should try that again. It'd be nice to not have to change diapers. And I was like, okay. So at six months we started up again and she just did, she just did great. So that's, I think the process we'll take with the second child. There's so much that I'm already trying to figure out. And I'm, I'm like equally chill about it. And also like, mm, avoidantly freaking out about, like, I'm not addressing that I'm freaking out about it, but I'm also like, Oh my God. Cause part of me feels like hypothetically in some hypothetical world world, if it was born tomorrow and came right home, <laughs> I've already thought like on the way to the hospital, we have to grab the hospital, the car seat with the base. And Seth's just going to have to install it after the baby's born at the hospital before we go home. Okay, fine. Check car seat. There's a whole bin of newborn clothes downstairs in the newborn bin. I'll just throw those in the wash. They'll be done in like an hour or two. Fine. 
In the meantime, they could be in a blanket or something. It doesn't matter, right? Where are they going to sleep? Well, we co-sleep, but I also, we have a bassinet. I have a friend renting me the snoo. Seth thinks that I'm not going to use it. He's like, that goes against all of your like natural cues and whatever. And I agree with him, but I'm also like, but there's going to be two of them. So I'm going to give it a go. Well, it's downstairs. The sheets and stuff also need to be washed, but like that would just need to be brought upstairs and then they'll have a place to sleep. My milk should come in. If it doesn't come in, we'll go buy some formula. What I need to focus on is what I need for me. I'm glad that I'm talking this out right now. So babies are pretty, as long as they have your boob, some love, some warmth, they're pretty, I mean, they're not easy, but like they don't need a lot of things. They don't need a lot of things. Moms are who need the things. Um, there's a freedom mom kit. There's a hundred dollar one and a $50 one. The hundred dollar one is the one I got. It comes with like a hospital gown and all these things and whatever the, um, $50 one is just like what you need for at home, like numbing cream and pads that you can freeze. And it doesn't get, it gives you like a very, like a few days, maybe a week worth of stuff. So then you need to go restock on everything. Then I just went general target stuff, but it's nice just to be like, okay, $50 done. It's like the course you just get it all at once. You have it when you need it. Wham, bam, easy, but needed. Like you need those things. Uh, I haven't had a C-section, so I don't know the healing process of a C-section. I do know that expecting empowered has a C-section kit. Um, but yeah figure out what mama needs because that's, that's where the bulk of the energy is. and needs to be nipple cream, nipple butter. Earth mama's literally my favorite one. I've tried like three different ones and that one. I need to get these things now that I'm saying this, maybe I'll hop on Amazon real quick and order a few of them. <laughs> anyway, this is not about body training. This is just me babbling on about being equally prepared and just like, holy shit. There's going to be another human here shortly. Okay. Well, thank you guys all for listening <laughs> this week. I hope that you're excited about the upcoming episodes and I hope this is helpful for you. If you're about to start the potty training journey and that you can learn from my mistakes and successes, every child's going to be different. I'm confident and I'm curious to learn the things or like read the book and learn different tips and techniques. All right. Have a great day. You guys talk to you soon. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you enjoyed it, please share with somebody you think would love. And I would be so honored if you would subscribe to the podcast and leave a comment and rating below so I can know what you guys are digging, what you want more of, just connect with you a little better. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next time.